another fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking heard. I woke up and hit the lotto. Whips swim. 20 bad ones like a bottle. Whips swim. And my new crib is colossal. Whips swim. And my new bitch is colossal. Whips swim. Your opinions, they don't make me real. Alright, I'm about to start my intro in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of the best podcast. What was the point of the, the countdown? Fucking planet, dude! Shut the fuck up, look, look, audience. Nigga did a countdown for yourself. Listeners, thank you for joining us, but I'ma say this: next time these motherfuckers interrupt me on my intros, I am going to lash out because I do my intros and I come in here and this I get them ready. We need a poll. We need a poll. We need a poll whether the, whether or not people fuck with your intros because I think you. you I think you're people fuck yourself. with my intros. I think you think you're like the king of intros right now. So you and think your intros? You think you have better intros than me? Because we tried. I'm not. I'm not trying to speak on my. Intro. I, I could I'm expose just, you. Envision yourself tried, doing these intros. We tried to let you do intro last week and you fucked it up. I feel like it's way cooler in your head than it actually. I think. Right, so, I think yeah, so. Well, I'm just gonna shut up then. I'm not gonna talk for the rest of the pod then. Would that make you happy? Now go ahead, bro. This is get this your is shit off. Clearly important to you. Welcome to the best podcast on the motherfucking planet again, <laughs> because niggas decide to interrupt my intros. Uh. Let's just get straight to it this week. We got things to do. XXL, double XL, dropped their fucking annual freshman class. And um, we just gonna run through it. What y'all thought about it? Say who's on the list first. What did you think about the list? No, did no, you, you like to, it? You wanna, I, you, I mean, I feel like you should say the list. You should tell All right. And well, then I can say what's If you did not know, the people who made the list were Polo G, Cowboy, NLE Chopper, Lakeed, Chica, Lil TJ, Baby Keem, Jack Harlow, Rod Wave, Mulatto, Fabio Foreign, and last but not least, 24K Golden. Now, what'd you think about the list? I liked it. Um, I saw it getting killed a lot, but I think it's the best list since 2016. Um, just because you got Polo G, Baby Keem, Lil Keed, and Chica, that's three and a half artists I fuck with, whereas every probably I probably get like one. So I personally like it. How you like half an artist? Uh I like Chica. She doesn't have that much music. Okay. So I don't like her like her, but I kinda like her. That's fair. Um I mean I don't know. I'm I hate all this stupid industry shit. I think the XXL list is stupid. I think it's obsolete at this point in time. Um so I feel like it's because it doesn't have the same hype that it did a couple years ago. Even like 2012, 2013, I just can't be excited about it, like regardless of who was on the list. Um, I'm glad Baby Keem's on the list, I would say, just because I think he was in kind of his own niche lane when it came to like music. And like, you don't really see him with any camps. Well, you didn't before like Kendrick, like the open public Kendrick thing. Like, he was kind of in his own lane. So I thought it was hard that um, he got added to the list, got recognition. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. Like Jack Harlow, uh, I, I, does he really have a lot of music out aside from that that one song that popped off? Like, that's what I was about to say. I feel like we're avoiding the elephant in the room conversation of this list being like a industry plant one on one list, like worse than before. Like, yeah, like it's getting pretty obvious <laughs> at this point. I feel like these all like the artists you only have like four songs out and you're making it. That's pretty obvious. And that's what I'm confused about because I feel like a lot of these artists only have like one one or two big hits and i'm not gonna say that like you have to come into xxl like that's the whole point you're a freshman like you're not this established artist 
But it's literally, it feels like they just got the recognition after one big hit. Like, Lil Tecca didn't even make, uh, even make the list, which I was kind of surprised by, considering, like, he had Ransom and then, like, a few other, like, little joints. So, like, I felt like Lil Tecca was very, like, on brand. Like, he would have been a right fit, um, this year for the, for the XXL. Because it just seems like that whole industry sound. Again, that's why I feel like Baby Keem... He dropped, like, a real solid body of work, like, a full project. That's why I was really happy he got recognized, because it felt like so many dudes were getting on this list off of a one-hit wonder whether or not those streams were real, fabricated, or whatever. As far as just what I think about the list, I'm kind of in the same boat as Vance. Uh, I think XXL has been kind of just irrelevant um, for for a number of years now. Um, but if we're going to look at it anyway... Um, I mean, for Taj to say this was the best list since 2016, I'm kind of smelling cap. Um, <laughs> How you smelling cap on my opinion? <laughs> I think I think he I think he's saying that to say like it's the most like well rounded list. Like there are like just a bunch of kind of like heads on here, but in my opinion, I mean other than Polo G, like. I don't really see the star. Like I don't. I don't really see any a lot of star potential from so these real, artists. So real quick, twenty eighteen, we had Blockboy JB, Trippy Red, YB and Namir, Smoke Perp, JID, and Ski Mask. So I think this list wins. I think this list wins. And then in twenty seventeen, we had XXX, Made in Tokyo, Playboy Cardi, Amine, Kyle, Ugly God, A Boogie. I would say this went. This list probably wins too. Um, I mean, even, even if you want to go back last year, Comethazine, T.R. Wack, The Baby, what was that, Lil Mosey, Roddy Rich, yeah, YBN Corday, YK Osiris, Rico Nasty, Gunna, Blueface, Megan Thee Stallion. That is easily like, that list blows this list out of the water, not only in terms of star I power. Say, I, wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say blows Just it out music of the quality. water. No, I mean, you got, you got music. You shit on the baby every week, and now you gonna use. You also him shit to, on Roddy Rich. I shit on the baby. I, I shit on the baby every week, but you can't deny that he has a large body of work. That he does not have a better music quality than like half the people on this list, this year's list. I mean, that's opinion, but XXL is also just about, like you said, it's it's about the industry, it's about Damn. the numbers, it's about the clout. I think I do and agree. I think I do agree no with d- Chance. I think twenty nineteen. I think twenty nineteen wins because they had Tierra Whack, Roddy Rich, Corday. Rico, Nasty, Gunna, and Meg. Like, even if you eliminate Blueface uh, and Baby, which is Blue pretty Face, solid. I mean, Blueface has his lane, though. And, and Baby does, too. Like, whether or not you like those artists, they are well-established. And um, I don't see them slowing down really All right, if you want to make, 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 make that type of argument, then I can make that same type of argument for 24K Golden and for Jack Harlow, that they have their, same, that they have their lane, and I don't see them slowing down. If you want to make that argument... No, I think I think for me, I think it's just like the list, the 2019 list felt more like it felt more natural. Like these names were cemented like Gunna. He had already had Dripper Drown to that album. And then he had that he had the like drip seasons before. So like he belonged, like clearly belonged to be on the list last year. Same thing with Corday. Like he didn't he win a Grammy or did he win? Was he nominated for Grammy? He got nominated. He got nominated. He got nominated. Um, the baby shot up to like number one male hip hop star. Megan The Stallion shot up to number one female hip hop star. Like the now the blue so face all- the blue face argument I'm not gonna rock with because you're right. Like everybody has their own lane. But last year was definitely unique in terms of Roddy Rich had a number one song that stayed there for a, a while, and then I would say Rico Nasty's lane is a little bit more 
unique and a little bit more niche than like a Jack Harlow or like a 24K Golden. Would you agree? So what do y'all want from this list? Are y'all trying to get like the biggest young names? Are y'all trying to get put on to artists? Like which one do y'all want? Well, that's the thing. Because I feel like this year they're trying to do more rather, of like putting I, people I, on rather, rather than last get, year of just picking the biggest names. I'd rather get put on, but I mean... So that's what this year is, is doing, right? Like, not many of these guys have more <laughs> than one Chance only wants to get projects. put on the artist that he knows. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shut up. I'm the same way, though. I'm not going to lie. Because I, I, I feel you, but I also don't. I'm not going to let you have that answer have that response because i feel like it's not just straight putting putting artists on like i mean i don't know it's it's a it's I mean, a hip-hop I'm, blog so like it's a magazine so like we can argue all we want but it's never going to be the most valid like it's not like an award show you know and even i'm not gonna lie though a, a, a few of these names do seem forced like mulatto Lil tj like jack harlow like eh. like they have songs but are they there yet? Like, I didn't even really know who Mulatto was till she fucking decided to pose up in all Gucci Mane, um, in all the Gucci Mane's, like, cover photos. And even Jack Harlow, like, don't do it have one song that I heard for the first time today. Like, I don't know, bro. But... I, I think it's also bad that there were just, like, notable people left off the list. Like, you look at Don Tolliver. He's had a phenomenal, exactly. phenomenal last couple years. Um... Look at Youngboy. I've never really understood the situation with Youngboy and XXL. Like, he, like, surely they've had to have reached out to him. Maybe he declined. Like, I would hope so, bro. Because I feel like he could have made the list any of the last three or four years. You feel me? Like, yeah, certain people just don't even need XXL. Like, I don't see XXL doing shit for Youngboy. I don't see exactly. It. Don Tolliver, maybe, but Youngboy, nah. I mean, but who do y- who do y'all think is giving XXL credence or is like really checking for? Double XL list other than industry people in 2020. Well, the thing like, only the, the thing now I would only argue is that I feel like with coronavirus and you don't have as many like live opportunities to see artists, whether it's concerts or just like them going onto a radio station like live. You feel me? I feel like there's a lot more credence on things like this podcast or just like more digital mediums, like a like a magazine, like. Because people aren't watching The Breakfast Club every day or there's not as many live interviews and stuff, like, they might be looking more towards a magazine or more towards a digital print. Um, I still don't really think XXL means shit, like, not saying <laughs> I that. I don't think it means shit to, like, people who already know shit. Like, we probably saw, well, Chance admitted he didn't know, like, half these names. but That's not true. I, I knew every like name on here. <laughs> I just you don't just listen said you to heard Jack Harlow for the first time today. I heard his song. I knew who he was. I've heard his name before. I just well, I mean, like most so fucking, people, like so fucking curly music, head, white kid, have already baby. like decided, have already decided <laughs> whether or not they want to be fans of these artists. <laughs> but like the average person probably looks for it, like, oh shit, who is this guy? And goes, that's my guess. I don't know though. Alrighty. Yeah, I mean, like maybe freshman in high school. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's like when Trinidad James had that line where he was like, shout out all them freshmen. And all the college freshmen were telling the high school freshmen that niggas were not talking about high school freshmen. But yeah, I think I think uh, XXL definitely belongs in that in that high school freshman class because this shit is not college. It's nothing on 2016. Yeah, yeah well, we're not even going to debate that. Game. Like, everybody from 2016 popped off. But, um, all right, I'll, I'll play my unheard artist 
She's on Double XL, Chica. Uh, this is a track on my way. They gon' put an unheard artist that made the double XL version. I can tell that it's you by the tone like clockwork. Know it's you on the phone, cause when you all alone is when you feeling blown and your thoughts hurt. Wanna be there, but I'm doing this concert. When I get home, just be in my pock shirt. Just do something on, then you play a song and you dance around like you got a crowd, but it gotta leave when the clothes hit the ground. I, I know I get distant. But believe me when I say that I miss this. Spending time with a dime, having real face time. Gotta be up on the top of my wish list. Say, baby, I miss you. I wanted to say I, I need an apology from both Vance and Taj Yo, you I was hear the how only quick, nigga that said hear? Rick Ross I was the only nigga that said Rick Ross was going body so much, change bro. I hate this And nigga, what bro. happened Rick Ross bodied did he, did he Did he body him? Did he, he bodied body him? him Or was it like He bodied the, him I feel like it was a respectable defeat No he bodied him Two chains um, put up points but Ross bodied him. I will the game say, was over before it even got started. So, for those who didn't know, Rick Ross, storied hip-hop great, battled in the verses against another storied hip-hop great. Well, they should know because we talked about it last week. 2 chains. You know, we have new listeners. That's one thing I'm realizing. So, got to address those. Welcome, new listeners. Welcome. Um, and Chance had the speculation that Ross was going to smoke chains. And me and Taj felt that... I think we we did we, we did we pick chains or did we say that chains would just have? I picked chains. I was the only one who picked chains. I just said it would be closer. All right. Well, I think yeah. I think that's still not super far off because I I still don't think he got smoked like you said he was gonna get smoked. Um, I feel. I like mean, the consensus was like, I'm pretty sure ninety percent of people would agree with me that chains got smoked. That chains lost. He did not get smoked. He didn't get smoked until the end. Watch that full thing would see that he didn't get smoked. He lost. If anything, it was like it was a close game the first three quarters. Then in the fourth quarter, Ross just ran away with it. Cause like, but if you watch the full thing, you know it was competitive. Cause like when Chains brought out the strippers for, yeah, I love them strippers. Like, <laughs> that was a point. That was a four pointer. You know, in the All Star game, they set the four point circle like a couple <laughs> things back. The money ball. The rack. money. The money. It was a whole money ball rack. He was five for five from the rack. And then Rick Ross, he came back. He took his shirt off, and and it was over. Um, and he got a deep tissue massage. <laughs> That's when the game changed. Deep tissue massage is hilarious. But yeah, once he played that Kanye record, I think he even said it right. He said like, "This is where, this is where we separate." Two chains basically waved the white flag. Like in every verses, if you notice, the first nigga to say, "This isn't a competition. This is a celebration." Whoever says some iteration of that line is usually the nigga that lost. One hundred percent. Two chains said that. That's <laughs> basically when I knew, like, all right, this battle is over. But I mean, see, that's the thing. I, I knew. I, feel like, I knew like, last week, but it's okay. But see, like you, like you said though, Taj. Like, I feel like for a lot of the people, they use that celebration line as like a cop out because it's like, yeah, you're getting smoked. Yeah. But I feel like for Chains, it truly was a celebration because I feel like a lot of those songs he was playing, like for the first five, maybe the first up to first ten records, like he was he was staying close with Ross. Like it wasn't. A blowout like for me personally i'm gonna say rich as fuck was a huge standout that i forgot about like that song was really a hit um and then he had no lie and he had mercy he had all those records for real so i think it was way closer in the individual games it was like you know when golden state smoked portland last year and they beat him 4-0 in that series but golden state was winning like almost going into every fourth quarter of that series oh yeah that's, yeah that's kind of how it felt where it was like on paper it looks like he got smoked but in the individual rounds, it was way closer than people thought. So, 
I mean, Chains definitely had a lot of hits. So I'm not trying to by any means disrespect Chains. But Ross, I mean, I told y'all Ross was just... He's different. Dude is, dude is different. He got quite an ear for the beats. Uh, his pen is, is, is one of the top in the game. So just a well-rounded artist. But, um, I want to bring that. Up. I want to bring that up real quick. I, you just mentioned beat beat selection. Uh, I saw somebody on Twitter said that Ross might have the best ear for beats ever in hip hop. Um, I mean, we're young, so we probably don't even have enough knowledge to like go through that. But I was just wondering who else y'all might you might have on that list. I mean, this isn't ever. But it can be, it can be like, like recent right trap now, artists like too. Who like, has the best? You don't. You don't have, yeah, I'm saying like right now, who has the best ear? I mean, Drake beats. I'm, in my I'm, opinion, is probably gonna. Easy. How'd you even bring Drake into this? Drake is, I think it's Gunna. Drake is easy. I always, he said who? I said Gunna. Chance somehow brought in Drake just to like. Drake has an incredible ear for beats off the strength of his samples. Fulfill his contract. The, the samples he be choosing is just, you know. Am I wrong? Like, But Drake's a little unfair because he has like just a team of two or three producers that make him whatever he wants. Like, I'm talking about, like, somebody who really is, like, curating beats, like, eight different beats. I would give it to, I would give it to Gunna or Uzi. Just, like, Uzi basically kept that whole eternal take, like, outer space feeling going mm-hmm. across, like, 20 tracks. And that's crazy to do. Like, I was reading about the productions, and he was basically, like, leading it the whole way. Like, even that Pinball Machine sample, he, like, curated that. So, and that's, like, crazy. So, I give it to Uzi. I don't know how involved Uzi Gunna fan, is in his beats, but, like... Even just doing he's definitely it. involved because him and Weezy are like yin and yang. But yeah, I would give it between Uzi and Gunna for today, like best ear for beats. Interesting. I don't even know who I would throw up there. I mean, you know me, I'm like rapidy rap, elitist, gatekeeper, Vance. So I would I would probably have like Westside Gun up there just because those beats on his album were like surprisingly good. Like they were Ross level beats, if you ask me. Again, he had Alchemist production and shit, Derringer. All those great producers on there, so I'm not surprised. Um, I think Lucky picks really good beats. Ah, um, uh, yeah. I think we talked about. I think we talked about this like for his sound, you know, because like beat selection isn't just like who can pick the hardest beats. Because like I don't want to hear Frank Ocean picking like a bunch of Metro beats and, and singing over them and like being happy because they're Metro beats. Like nah, <laughs> except being happy. <laughs> yeah, nah. I'm not. I'm not rocking with that. So I feel like Lucky. Um, picks really good beats, and then it's kind of cheating because he's a producer as well. But I think Pierre, Pierre probably, <laughs> Pierre probably has the best yeah. beat selection, beat curation in the game for me right now. Chance, you have anybody? I don't know if Pierre gets the most out of his beats. No, though. you, you feel like you don't. You feel like Pierre doesn't. I don't think he gets the most out of his beats. Like the beats are fire, but sometimes he kind of like wastes his own beats. No, you're right. His his Which writing sucks. His songwriting sucks. <laughs> he doesn't talk yeah. about anything, but. He's on his way, so yeah, I probably put Pierre, Pierre and Westside, Gun and Lucky, my top three. Chance, nobody you said. Nobody at the top of my Chance head. Chance got Drake and Brent. <laughs> Drake and Brent party. Brent. I didn't say Brent. <laughs> I said Drake, but okay. Drake's a solid pick though, because that I mean, demo. Now that you mentioned party, like probably my favorite beat, <laughs> probably my favorite <laughs> instrumental of the entire motherfucking year is um, nothing less. Of Party Mobile, that intro is just is sick. But 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 enough of that. I, I want to ask you guys a question. What does WAP WAP mean? What does that mean to you? What does that acronym uh, stand for? Pussy? Is this like 
No, alcohol wrong anonymous. answers. Wrong answers only. It, this but is it, a wrong answers only I feel question. like you should say that before you ask the question. Damn, yo, you just... I was going to say, like, Walter ate pickles or some shit, but... That's you came like, up with... <laughs> wait, you came up with this question, yeah, and that's the best chance, acronym you chance have. Chance is so funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my terrible. God. I that was a horrible one. segue. Re- okay, let's give us another one. Nigga said Walter A. Pickles. <laughs> no, women are powerful. Yes. That's what I'm I like with. that. That's what WAP means to me. That's what that's, WAP, that's what WAP means me. to me. No, no, no. That's no, no, what no. WAP means to me throughout the don't whole song. My shit, I, wasn't even obje- I wasn't even objectifying women. I was just Women powerful. are powerful. Taj, can we name that's the episode that? Saw Meg on all fours. Can we name the episode that WAP? Women are powerful. WAP parentheses, women are powerful. All right, per your request, that's this episode. Thank seven. you. Thank you. First time I got. Right, let's get into it. The vulgarity. No, 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 the, no. Let's get into it. Wait, the whoa, whoa, whoa. nastiness. Let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it. The homoeroticism. <laughs> I've seen that word. I'm trying to throw out all the think piece words I can that I've seen on Did Twitter. Did you sign a petition to get WAP banned? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What y'all um, thought? Cardi about B. It, man. Cardi B. I mean, Megan the Stallion. Not what you think about it, but. WAP. Cardi B, this is her first, this is her debut. Do we want to start with, let's start with the song. Let's start with the song. Okay. What ass pussy. Women are powerful. Slash women are powerful. Women (laughs) are powerful. Did you like the song? Did you like the verses? Did you like the hook? Was the beat rocking? It's not for me. It wasn't for you? No. No, I don't have a wet ass pussy. But. You didn't um, feel like opening a bottle in 1942 and showing ass? No, I did not. Um. I mean. If we want to talk about the visuals, I thought they had some dope ass visuals like the tie. No, we didn't want to talk about the visuals. We wanted I to asked talk you about, about the song. song. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck you want me to say about the song, nigga? Like it was a song. It had some. It was. It was cool. It was just Cardi B and Megan. Um, if I, if those two were to make another song together, this is exactly what I would expect. So, it's not like we got something just unexpected. So, it got. It, of course, it got Twitter blowing up. It got Twitter. Going absolutely crazy, especially after the college Kylie Jenner cameo. Cameo, but, yeah. Um, I mean, as for the song, what is there really to say? That's how I feel. It's I not too much. I it was some much. great verses. I, I mean, I feel like you guys are just minimizing these two powerful rappers. So women. Taj, it's nothing more. So than Taj, you were. Visuals. Let me get this straight. You've been blasting. Oh, this Taj all just weekend. watched the Beyonce film. That's what he did. Taj no, just watched this the Beyonce film. I also did. I did watch the Beyonce film. watched it with his girl, film. and that's why he's empowered right now. No, my girl was also there too. This what Look at him. I'm, 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 on the I'm a whole psychic. <laughs> that's crazy. I also watched the Beyonce film. I was also there with Taj and his girl. It was a yeah. It was a weird room. So, yeah, Taj, you felt like I, the, the video was empowering. You felt like the song was empowering. No, 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 no. I want to talk about this. So, Taj, you you talking about we didn't listen to the verses. So, you were, I think I heard you. You were just in your room. Like, you had this shit on repeat. Like, analyzing the verses. Like, he was geniusing all the lyrics. He was writing the fucking. <laughs> Taj was on Genius? Following? Dude, he was, like, following no, no, along? Not, not only was he on Genius, dude was on Genius, and he was writing the translations. Like, he was writing what the lyrics meant. Yo, he was, he the was main annotating? He was <laughs> annotating? He was oh annotating the fucking lyrics, yo. <laughs> Taj was definitely annotating WAP. He definitely he did a, He definitely submitted to hip-hop by the numbers. He did all the statistics for <laughs> WAP. The amount of times they said different words. Man. 
Yeah, so so tell us, Taj. Tell us about the lyrics. I thought it was some great verses. I thought Cardi B was creative. Her not knowing the um term for uvula, where she was like, I want you to stick that, yeah, in the back of my, like, jiggly thing in my throat or whatever. I thought that was a good-ass lyric. Fire. It was funny. Fire. I don't want to talk. It's making me uncomfortable, bro. Can we stop talking about this? Why? Talking about women empowerment makes you uncomfortable. We talking about the lyrics. Talking about a woman getting All right, I'm analyzing. But you hear young boy talk talk about about killing other black men and that doesn't? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. But the thing is, I don't get on here and explicitly quote the young boy's lyrics. I'm not saying we can't talk about that. Maybe you should give more detail Why would we not quote lyrics of two of the most powerful women in hip hop right now? Go ahead, quote the lyrics then, fuckers. I thought um, Megan talking about um, how when she's riding dick, she spells her own name. I thought that was just like a fire. It's so creative. When she's riding riding what? She basically said like when she's riding dick and a nigga asks who's the pussy for, she spells her own name. I was like, that's a bar. Like, I don't relate, but it's tough. That sounds like I can recognize that. Like Shorty never spelled her name for me. I'm like five feet away from you. Talk about the one. He want to fight a nigga. I mean, which I thought about the visuals, though. I, I thought they had a lot of like cool ass visuals. I wanted to speak more so on that just because of Corona. Like, um, I thought it was no, the visuals. The visuals were crazy. The visuals went crazy. Yeah, they had some crazy visuals, especially <clears throat> just considering the circumstances with fucking social distancing. If we're even taking that serious anymore and whatnot, but um, I'm taking it serious. Yeah, I noticed like the tigers and the. I mean, of course they were like CGI, but it was dope. Like. So. All right, so I guess I'm. I'll be. I'll. I'll be the guy that gets canceled on the podcast. Um, I saw there was all this talk about. So you know we got the little baby record, the bigger picture, a couple months ago, and that record got praised because it was out of little baby's normal subject matter, and it was kind of catering to a more socially relevant, more topical song. Um, and it got praised for that. You know, people were saying we don't need mumbling. We don't need people killing each other right now in our songs. The content we need needs to be about revolution, needs to be about justice, needs to about, be about bringing people up. So mm-hmm. one, I guess, I mean, and it's not even on us to speak on women's empowerment in the first place. But d- do you believe that? Do you agree with the sentiment that like this wasn't the right timing? for this song regardless of how you feel about the vulgarity no. of it or whatever but like they said people are saying that this isn't the right timing as like where hip-hop is supposed to be focused on more important things and see like, this is a thing though this nobody's thing. outside nobody's at the club so this why are we talking about i don't like about- though because i don't like when people bring those things up that's totally unfair um off the strength of there are male artists who are releasing bullshit uh, week in and week out. We had both NLE Chopper and Lil' Key drop full-length <laughs> LPs, hour-long. Um, so why is nobody talking about, is it the right time for them to be talking about whatever the fuck they're talking about? So I don't want to hear that. Um, if they felt like they wanted to drop this song right now, like, do it. Like, if anything, I would argue that... Um, like, everything don't need to be about the revolution. Like, some people, like, you, nobody wants to think about that 24-7. I hope I don't get canceled for saying that, but uh, people need time I don't away. I want a revolution track from Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. Facts. Facts. I mean, if, they, like, if, they were to, if they were to drop one and it was hard, like, I'd fuck with it. But 
Um, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. And that brings up another point. Unless y'all want to comment on what Vance just said, but it's this is very closely related. Go, yeah. Oh, well, well, I saw uh, that CeeLo Green had commented that, um, that like today's generation. I wish I had the exact comment, but he he mentioned Nicki Minaj explicitly, like that he didn't like how they were. She was like making music that was like so vulgar, and like he was talking about like how back in the day, like you would talk about sex or whatever, and it would be like it would be in the windows or it would be coded. Um, and he was just talking about like how he didn't like that. And he mentioned Nicki Minaj explicitly. And I just wanted to say again, like, first of all, coming from CeeLo Green is hilarious because he literally had a song that blew up called Fuck You. So I'm not sure how that was not coded or anything but on top of that again like it's just it's just another bad case of like black men just targeting black women for absolutely yeah that's what i'm saying i have the quote i have the would you would you rather would you rather have your kids sing along to vnc okay vnc3 say the quote buddy so he says um he thinks adult content music has a quote time and a place um, he says, quote, there was once a time when we were savvy enough to code certain things we could express to those it was meant f- for with the style of language we use. Like you said, Chance, the innuendos for older people that were a bit smarter. But now music is shameless. It is sheer savagery, says CeeLo Green. Sheer savagery. <laughs> sheer savagery. Like, that's a hilarious way to describe this music. Yeah, but that's what I don't get. Like, would you rather have like a coded language song that you understand is like sexual as fuck and have your kid in the backseat singing it thinking it's like harmless like swv has that rain on me song rain song yeah that's all about crazy, like yeah. cum shots <laughs> to the face and like <laughs> would you rather have your kids singing about catching cum shots or would you just have the song out in the open like i don't get his argument at all yeah um i think it's just one of those old old man like just <laughs> old man old man misogynistic like and i'm not gonna make it a black thing i'm not gonna say he's hotep or anything like that because it's we know that whole generation is off their rocker um off the rock so yeah i don't i, I don't <laughs> know i don't know why CeeLo green or any of these random twitter niggas feel like their retweet with comment is enough to like one stop cardi b and megan from doing what they do and then two, like changing the movement. Like I don't know why people feel like they have. On top of that, just why choose now to mention that? Like it's not like again, we're not gonna pretend that the money bag yos and the little babies and uh, literally every fucking male artist you could. Probably or the think rapper of. who was rapping about killing FBG Duck, or like that he's gonna literally like anything. That. Like they don't rap about fucking killing. Like literally, they they'll describe the whole goddamn weapon to you: the camo on it, the fucking <laughs> the munitions rounds, the how full that bitch pierced. How that bitch piercing the skin and everything. A whole cod loadout <laughs> drop. You feel me? The perks and everything they're running. And nobody want to say anything. But it's just... We got to stop that, yo. Like, stop that shit. Um, yeah, just stop that shit. Yeah, stop that shit. Just somebody play an unheard artist. Chance is fed up. I'm fed up. Um, I'll play my unheard artist. Oh, you say you, you got one? No. Okay. You play your I got buddy. one. Um, <clears throat> this is a singer from the UK, from London. Um, she dropped her album. That's gonna start a UK label. When you moving over to events? You said what? When am I moving over to the UK? I'm about to get my, my flat. I'm gonna get my flat out there soon. 
You know, that's what they call it over there, a flap. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is Leanne La Havas. I think this is her self-titled album. Um, it dropped Ooh, about a month hilarious. ago. This is the intro called Bittersweet. Like I said, a flap. Please stop asking. Do you still love me? Don't have much to say. Let's speak in the morning. Please don't do this. I'm too far away. Don't know what to tell you, babe. No more hanging around. So Taj, are you um? I saw Kisslands back on number one. You're in your room simping with your AirPods in, lights off, I mean, staring at the ceiling. I've <laughs> Listening to the weekend, I pre- shopping for merch. Kissland, not even really oh, a simp album. Search, searching, searching up, searching up flights to Toronto. I've I've appreciated Kissland for uh, years now, <clears throat> but I do like the fact that it's getting the appreciation it deserves. I always felt like it was the slept on like, which I don't even know why. Why was it so slept on? But I always felt like it was the slept on weekend project that fans like found after they found the weekend project they love they would just scrumble like ramble into Kissland and be like oh shit this so i think that's cool and it shows how like the weekend's the goat like an album from like five six years ago is now number one in the r&b charts that's it it's not even news it's just like crown able i agree i think it shows i think i've had my sentiment maybe i've expressed it here that Abel has to be the R&B artist of the decade, at least male R&B artist. Um, <clears throat> and I think this just like further solidifies it. It's a heavy statement. But after I did some thinking, like there's like, he's been a top three <laughs> artist of the decade. Are you even decade. gonna call him that though? Even with his his deviations I have to. into the pop into the pop. No, I ha- I have to because because listen, when you look at the other like, if you really look at his numbers, the artists he's selling with are like <clears throat> Drake. Like Taylor Swift, and like he's very, very much more. But he also went into that pop realm, though, my guy. Like he has. He did. He did. But he was selling that with like, he was selling that with "Beauty Behind the Madness." Like often, like that was one of the biggest songs that year. Like that shit is just crazy. So I have to put him at least in the R and B lane. Like, I feel like there, it, it would be too disrespectful not to when that's when that's kind of how he got his bag. I'd agree. He went into the pop lane, and that's probably where he got most of his mainstream success. But just the fact that he sold so much and, like, his old projects are revered. He's in, like, a Kanye way, where it's, like, his old projects are revered so, so much. And I don't think we see that from too many other artists. You know, usually now when we hear fans, like, loving old um, artist albums or loving old albums, it's because the artist isn't making music anymore. But like weekends dropping music still, and people still love going back to his old music. Um, Dude, go it. I don't know if so, I don't yeah. know if I would go as far as call him the R and B artist of the decade. I, I mean, I would consider it for sure. But um, I mean, who's I mean, competition? But like listen, Drake. Listen, listen, is really when you have star when you have albums like Starboy and even uh, Beauty Behind the Madness. Those are more so like pop albums, and and those are his two biggest. Projects? I don't consider Beauty Behind the Madness pop. I don't consider that like pop. Earned It was the biggest uh, song. Starboy earned It sure. was the biggest song from that album. That's not. I mean, pop. it's definitely a mix. It's definitely a mix, but that's definitely a debate to be had. He would definitely be in that conversation. Undoubtedly. Okay, then here, here, can we? Can, could you concede this point? If it, if he is pop, or if 
that sound is pop, would you say he's the one that made it pop? Or that or was a major factor in making it pop? I'll give Drake some credit too for sure. But I feel like making you have to that give R&B sound pop. Popular? Yeah. If we're calling earned it pop or songs like that. I was talking more like the other songs, like The Hills, uh, Can't Feel My I Can't Face. Can't Feel My Face, you know, that's shit fair. like that. But, I mean, that's a debate to be had, <clears> for sure. Um, but, but, but what other, other topics do we have? We have, uh, we have, let's talk about the music that came out this week. We already talked about women are powerful. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, we have Amine. Amine, Amine's I did project. not listen. It was called Limbo, the album. Limbo. I listened to it, and I... I'm kind of mad at everybody that told me Amina is like this super incredible artist. Yeah, whoever told you that really lied to you. Project. They told you a both is <laughs> lie. It's not that crazy. It's it's really not crazy at all. It's pretty run of the mill. It was nothing really special. It's just I an edgy kid for the track it's Becky. Just the edgy kids. I told you. I that. thought the best song was the one um the mom one, the one to his mom, and the one with Summer Walker. Those were the best tracks. But besides those two, it was really like. Eh, like it was nothing special to me. I don't know. I think I, I'm not. I'm not gonna shit on it like that. I feel like it was a solid ass <laughs> album. Um, I really liked it, and I'm not really a big fan of Amine. Fan I don't know. Is this, is this the first project he's dropped since the Caroline project, the yellow one? Yeah, this is only the second project. Bro, this shit is fire. Like that shit is fire to me. <laughs> Between the visuals, like you know me, like production and visuals will win me over. So once I saw the video for I don't even know what song music videos in his free time. You should. He has. I, I'll, I'll make a case and say that that video is probably the most creative video I've seen out of any male rap artist in the last year. Especially creative wise, I'll give him his credit. Creative wise, I'll give him his credit. But like, <laughs> like the direction like, is there, and I feel like the Summer lyrics, Walker song. I didn't care. You got that but take I feel like off the summer- Twitter because I saw that exact take talking about the best male visuals. He does the Summer Walker song is solid like really great i think he's delving into that black bag where like he's singing and he's rapping a little bit more than he used to like he was always singing and rapping or whatever but now it feels like a little bit more industry standard sound because the the caroline shit was a a little bit too singy songy for me so like i like the fact that this album is a little bit more watered down um to be a little bit more mainstream but I think there's like something for everybody on the album. I love the Charlie Wilson feature. Uh, I think so. You recommend? Fire. I would recommend. I would tell everybody listening to the podcast to listen to that album. I'd I would say that's different. one of the albums that you should definitely listen to from this week. I'm not saying you should reserve it, but this week that shit blew me away for sure. Of the I week, sure. Yeah. All right, we week. got we got two more albums that came out this week. First, Lil Key, but um. Who did you? Who was, what was the other one? Oh, and Loki also NLE Chopper. Loki to NLE Chopper. Oh yeah, um, NLE Chopper. Both at about an hour long, nineteen twenty songs, very long LPs. Loki were too long. Loki actually didn't really. I was surprised. I he didn't have really any bad songs. Um, but he, I, I'm, I'm gonna make this analogy. He's kind of like. Like, now that we have Thug back, look, he's, like, nice when Thug's, like, hurt or he's uh, low managing. Like, he gets in and he plays quality minutes. But I don't really want Lil' Key to play 35, 40 minutes a game because then I just get fatigued. Um, 
Because I do get tired of like the fucking like weaselly auto tune just voice. Yeah, it there's some gives rep- me a there's headache. a lot of repetition in there. It give me a motherfucking headache after a while. So, I mean, of course, when I saw 19 songs, I almost anticipated that I was gonna get fatigued. Came to end, but um, he, he spaced the features out pretty well. Everybody came through, even y'all guy, Cactus Jack, Travis Scott. I thought he had a really great verse, and y'all know how much how critical I am of him. I hated um, that shit. I thought the Ty Dolla Sign feature was ass. So did I. Yeah, that, I was, that, was, that was out of place. That didn't fit. That didn't fit at all. So first time Ty Dolla Sign missed, but they didn't put him in the right situation. That's the first time the nigga missed. That's true. <laughs> they didn't put him in the yeah. right situation, but it's okay. They all had their misses. But um, not a terrible project. Just just a cool. Turn, turned on Cleveland. What's it called? Trapped out Cleveland. Trapped on Cleveland. Trapped on Trapped Cleveland. On Cleveland. Trapped on three. Cleveland. What that, whatever the fuck that means. Trapped on Cleveland three. I liked it. I thought it showed me what I needed to know from Key, which is that like Long Live Mexico wasn't just some fluke. Exactly. Like, he actually has like real talent, and he can do it for multiple projects. I don't think it was as good as Long Live Mexico, like. But I do think if you like set it somewhere in the same realm, I wouldn't be mad at you. Like they're both similar type projects. Um, the verses were nothing. Like he didn't talk about shit the whole album. Like the most he said was like he had a random fuck COVID line because <laughs> it fucked up the money. That was probably the most like detail he went into. But the hooks and just like his delivery, you said you don't like it, but it's just I did like, not say I didn't like it. Like, I'm just saying after, you. No, he just said it was. He just said too much of it. Like, like twenty songs, 12, 20 yeah, songs, for sure. nineteen songs. Yeah, for sure. Like, it was two songs. Too many songs eight. for sure. Um, but I don't know his delivery mixed with like his hook ability just makes him like an artist I like to listen to not for 20 songs but I like that's the thing though I think he's good but he's Seth Curry to Steph Curry like I'd rather have Steph like Seth is nice he'll give you good minutes he's good off the bench but he needs help he's not gonna win you a championship on his own you know what I mean I'd rather have his bigger brother. I don't know. Loki kind of won a championship with Long Live Mexico I can't cap that wasn't a championship I think he has more credit I think he made a good round but um, now on the I think, NLE, I, think I guess. Oh, you want? Oh, fuck that! Fuck NLE! Nice. Fuck NLE Chopper! Quick did little you key take, cause yeah, I did actually. I really liked it too. That's the, the funny hell? part. <laughs> but uh, just a quick thing on the on the little key. I just feel like I feel like this wasn't like I think it's part of a mixtape series. So I don't yeah. really think this is. I don't think this is his follow up to Long Live Mexico. I feel like this is something separate. And then for the album, I think we're gonna get way more loaded features um and just better music i think it's going to be more concise as well artists have a tendency of loading mixtapes with like hella songs um so yeah that's just my little last little key take but yeah the nle chapa i fuck with that surprisingly like Um, all these hood dudes from baltimore were posting it on their stories and i was like okay like this shit's kind of rocking like I got might have to check it out if they're fucking with it or whatever. So I listened and it was it was a lot a lot better than I expected. I definitely think it's his best body of work so far. Um, I think I got through but I don't the even... first eight or nine. Outside of like that absolutely cringy and abysmal track he had with Mulatto, where they were talking about pussy and dick. He just hates Mulatto. No, it's not even that. Like if you listen to the track, it was just not a good track. Outside yeah, of that, that song sucked. That song sucked. That song, that song sucked. Fucking sucks. It was, I was cringing the whole time. <laughs> but through the first ten, I mean, he's not terrible. He's he's definitely like he's young. So I, what is he like, seventeen, eighteen? Yeah, yeah, 17. something like that. Definitely a young guy, but uh, he's kind of like a young boy clone. Like I, again, I rather have a young boy. 
he was kind of like interpolating and kind of like stealing a lot of young boys like cadences and and his flows. But it's okay. Like you got to start somewhere. But it, I, I actually it was said okay. this in one of my own like in like I think it was I was doing a single review and he came up. But um, I think Emily Chop is going to be like the replacement for Young Boy just because I they agree. sound the same. And Chopper, like, just look at their situations. Not even on talent-wise. No, he's Young already Boy, in the industry. We all know he's in a terrible deeper. label. And, like, Chopper owns all his masters right now. Like, because he did that United Masters deal or whatever. Yeah, so he's with, he signed with United. Is, like, artistically free. Whereas, like, Young Boy is, like, chained up in, with whoever he's with right now. So, I think I wouldn't be shocked if Chopper ends up being the one who blows up with that sound. Even though Young Boy had a crazy head start. Yeah, young boy is still by far the better artist. Don't let Taj fool you just because NLE is copying. No, I like young, young boy, boy way more. Uh, don't 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 ever get it confused. Um, especially you Memphis motherfuckers who won't try to claim claim your artist. But um, finally, let's get on. to... Nobody gives a fuck about either of y'all niggas. To upcoming music, <laughs> I'm not even gonna pay that no mind. Upcoming music, we got my girl Cash Page dropping a project this Friday. Uh, we got features from 42 Doug. Or I should, should I say 42 Doug. Um, four foot two. Four foot two Doug. Um, 42 Doug. And I think I saw Gunna on there. Not Gunna. Um, Don Tolliver. So I'm excited. Her first, I guess, oh, yeah. like project a feature or exchange. whatever EP. Um, part card combos was, was really good. I, I liked like five or six out there. So um, I'm expecting good things. I'm, I'm excited for it. Taj, our guy, Boldy James, is coming out with an album. Boldy James with Jay Versace. With uh, with the goat, yeah, the Twitter goat, Jay Versace, who produced. And Westside Gun coming out this week, right? How do you climb up with the producer label this quick? Wait, I'm sorry. You said what, Chance? Westside Gun is next week, right? Yeah, I think he said, like, Boldy drops, then I drop, then Benny drops. Then Conway drops. Then we all drop. Then Benny drops again. You've seen Benny the Butcher twice. And you have not asked him to appear on the podcast. Dude, this is facts, y'all. Taj has seen Benny bag. the Butcher twice. The second time, he even dapped him I up and he talked to him about selling about selling dope. <laughs> and he still didn't mention the podcast. Like, this like, is not true do at you realize what type of get t- chance? A, what type of team player is that? A true fuck Who's boy. Gonna, who would do that? I just want to paint the picture of um, Benny the Butcher with twenty niggas, six three, all in not um, Griselda chains. No, like the niggas around him were six three. I don't give a fuck how tall Benny like the Butcher guts, is. With guts that said, "I have a gun," so I just stayed away <laughs> and was like, "Oh shit, that's Benny," and kept Seen my distance. Twice, two times, Benny like was this was a goddamn long. sign. Like God could not I have did. made it any clearer for you. Shout out, Roscoe's. a goddamn hero, and you fumbled the bag. But that's what happens. Closed mouths don't get fed. But Didn't yeah, we have uh, Boldy life. James back to Boldy. New signing at Griselda. He's got the album coming out with Jay Versace, Twitter legend. Who's, Jay I Versace? Think, exclusive. What the fuck? He's doing all production on this album. Oh, no. After doing a song I'm on... I'm turned off. He did, he, did, he did a song on the West Side Gun album, which was very solid, called Versace. That's the guy... Very that's the dude who's like... Gun. That's the annoying one off Twitter, right? Jay Versace? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. But he's, re- he's nice. He's not annoying. But he's nice with the beats. He's on his Tyler wave. You should give it a listen. I'm looking B-Bell forward to it. You versus you, you versus Jay Versace. Who wins a B battle? Jay Versace samples and at VNC3. this point, I'm assuming he I has got, money. I got all money. He has I'm money. All in on VNC3. He has money and backing to clear samples. Like same thing with the Alchemist. I'm betting no events. Hey, I, I'm betting no I'm events. I'm glad my friends are loyal, even if they're liars. 
No, I'm not lying. I'm all in. I'm not even lying. I'm betting on Vent. Well, sorry. Even if you're losers, you're going to lose your money. But I appreciate <laughs> no you guys faith being himself. If you got the samples cleared, well, uh, if, if you were able babies. to get the samples cleared, I think you win. There we go. Uh, we also got Davies dropping. Corner Let's three. go, warehouse overnight shift workers up mm-hmm. right now. I've never heard like a goddamn Davies project. Davies makes music for like, yeah, warehouse workers. If niggas you heard work his at, flow, would you even know it was niggas him? Who stock, like, if niggas you heard who stock his... overnight at Walmart. That's who he make music for. Have y'all ever heard a Davies flow? Like, if you heard that, you're like, yo, you sound like Dave East. <laughs> Yeah, actually, Davis is probably my biggest miss. I thought if you asked me five years ago, I'd be like, Davis is going to be huge in five years. And the nigga just keeps dropping trash. <laughs> so that's probably my biggest miss. He found his audience. Taj, Taj tried to manage Davis. Taj tried to AR Davis and was and failed. And Nas wouldn't let Davies, him <laughs> Davis make music Nas. for niggas who wake up at 5 a.m. to go to work. Truck drivers. Five. So respectable, man. Respectable men while you collect unemployment? I'm not even collecting unemployment. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> staying in a hotel, sweet life at ass. I'm not staying in the hotel. I'm at the embassy. Yeah, look at you. Okay. Shitting on I'm hardworking men. But, um, all right. Anything else? We got last words? I have a Brazilian barbecue appointment. A Brazilian what appointment? Brazilian He's barbecue. Oh, with this show. I, thought, I thought you were against... Like you said, Brazilian something else. That Robert Kraft. No last words, oh, but um, man. if you're a new <laughs> listener, busy. if you're a new listener, we're gonna actually start promoting this. Follow us if you and if you stuck through it, follow us on goddamn Twitter, Instagram, um, the whole nine yards. We also, should probably start with that. Like YouTube, those annoying YouTube. Yeah, we gonna we gonna start that yeah, exactly. shit at the beginning of the episode. YouTube coming very 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 you, very very soon. <laughs> YouTube is in the works, imminent. Like we might just pop up next episode and have fucking video footage, but. We'll see about it. That's your new um, chance. You're the intro guy. Outside of that, anything else to say, fellas? When y'all hear this, I will be on a flight. That's Nigga all. escaped from LA. Now he's on the way back. <laughs> Nigga missed it. I'm on the way back this to infect be, all y'all niggas. I'm coming. Hopefully this is the last Zoom unheard edition. Yeah, hopefully. man. Shout out to Ty. She's been fucking editing these... Chopped up. He's been editing his ass off. Shitty audio He's been in the files bubble. from our iPhone. Taj is the bubble. Taj is the bubble. Goat man. Goat man. Get that man. We operate crib. under Taj. The one for him. We don't know where this podcast would be. So thank you, my bro. Thank you. Also, thank all, all right. the listeners, <laughs> new and old. Thank y'all for fucking with us. You made it this far. For the you fifth time, goat. We, Chance loyal. thanks new listeners. Intro yeah, and outro. This man. is my unheard all. Just get it quick. Film dot ninety four camera music. I heard out. Talking stains and biostatistics Fitting and sitting low like the leader of Olympiscus Fem thirst, so shorty to bring it on like Kristen Who cursed him, whatever Niggas should've known better Little Weston that raised a nigga Shout out to the wood, it that saved a nigga I be in the pool just to hang with niggas Go downtown with a gang of niggas Apple store, no Apple phone Stop being broke and start staining niggas Podcast over, dog.